Valentine's Day is associated with love, candy, flowers, and romance. For kids, it is associated with friends, games, and Valentine cards with red candy. Some of our children feel anxiety around Valentine's Day. Today we will talk about some of those reasons for anxiety in our children and how we can help them. Does your child have a speech-language delay and you really want them to talk? Do difficult behaviors derail home life and you know the frustration is a communication struggle? Does your child see a speech therapist and you wonder, what do they do and how can I help? If these or similar questions are in your mind, this podcast is for you. Hello, my name is Dina Lynn Rosenbush. I am a speech-language pathologist that has worked with children from birth to 21 for three decades. And in my classrooms, I see you wanting to connect with the heart of your child, but their speech and language skills create a barrier. So if you have a kiddo that has difficult behaviors, needs to expand their language, or learn to say speech sounds, and maybe even receives speech therapy, stay tuned, because In this podcast, you will learn how to use your daily life as a tool to communication practice and how to do that practice. You will become confident knowing you are making the difference you want to make. And you will hear success stories of parents who have navigated these struggles already. We'll do this all while focusing on building deep, meaningful connection and confidence in your kiddo. So grab a cup of coffee, along with a notebook and pen. It's time to speak in the way your child's brain understands. And that is the language of play. Hey listeners, you heard that intro. Yes, that means I am home again. I went to PodFest Expo in Orlando, Florida, and I met amazing people. I learned much information about ways to make these episodes even better, and I'm super glad that I went. And then afterwards, I stayed with a friend that lives near Orlando. It was lovely, and the weather was fantastic. But if you're a regular listener, you realize that I had some tech snafus along the way. I thought I'd figure out how to edit on this new refurbished computer, and I thought it would be just fine. But it was not just fine. And I got an email from a listener that says, go back and listen to episode 115. I am so grateful that one of you took the time to write me to say, you got a problem, Dina Lynn. And so a big thank you goes out to Jesse Blount, or DJ Scoob of the Undiscovered Entrepreneur podcast. Jesse has been very supportive in helping me by dropping spontaneous coaching tips for me along the way as I've been doing this podcasting journey. That's how I know what a true friend looks like. Uh, They tell you. They say, hey, you've got something to fix. You messed up. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesse, for listening and for commenting and letting me know. So listeners, what happened was that I gave a little note to you about going to PodFest, and somehow I had copied it and inserted what I said in the middle of what I said. But we all have things that we're good at, and when it comes to tech, I am grateful for people like Jesse that step in and help me to know how to manage and navigate better. 
And likewise, you know about a field, whatever you're good at. And you might not know about brain development in children and speech and language and how it develops or other parenting issues like getting your kids to listen. That's what people come to me for. No one ever comes to me for tech, but lots of people come to me when they have questions regarding children. So because Jesse called attention to the issue, I was able to see it and I was able to edit that out. And some of you heard that mess up before I had completely taken it out and just sent an episode with no intro, no outro, and just the story that I wanted to tell you. So I invite all of you to email me at hello at the language of play. I welcome your comments and your insights. And maybe you have a question, or maybe you'll notice an error, in which case I'm so thankful to be able to correct it. Sometimes I'm just too close to it to notice. And maybe you can tell me how you're implementing something you heard on this podcast. I always love to hear those kind of stories. Now, let's talk about Valentine's Day and what your kiddo might have anxiety about. All right, most kids really look forward to Valentine's Day and the sweets and the goodies that happen, the parties at school, or whatever's going on. But if today you're thinking, my child is nervous about this, my child is sensitive, I'm going to talk about three main ways that your child might be sensitive. And it was interesting because when I was planning this episode, I realized I have a lot of links to prior episodes that deal with very por- various portions of the things that I'm talking about. So throughout today's episode, I will be referencing prior episodes that you will be able to go listen to. Also, in the show notes at the bottom, I will put a link to each of the episodes that I reference to make it easier for you. One reason that kids get a little bit nervous about Valentine's Day is the kiddo that realizes They're sensitive to food dyes or they have food allergies. And so they know that they cannot enjoy what the other children give them. Sometimes our kids have peanut allergies and they know that when the chocolate comes to them, they can't necessarily eat it. And that's really frustrating. So there's feelings behind how do I decline the candy? What do I say? Can I eat just a little bit? If this is the situation that you're dealing with, Here are some things that you can do with your kiddo. One, ask how they want the situation to go. Really probe what would be best for you. And then, if you're able to provide that, do it. For example, your child might say that they want a particular candy because that's what they know that they can eat without problem. And maybe you can make sure that somebody delivers that candy in the classroom. Maybe it's the teacher, and you can bring it even to the teacher. If your child isn't sure how to talk about it with peers, they're feeling self-conscious or uncertain, role-playing that situation where you are both them and then role-play it again where you are the other child will help to alleviate and give them some arsenal for how it is that they can talk about the situation with their peers. The third thing is ask your kids their worries. Now, sometimes our kiddos don't really know how to express themselves. And you can approach that sometimes by saying, hmm, if I was in your shoes, this might worry me. Does that worry you? And then once you identify what those worries are, 
Again, role-playing is really powerful to help our kids have ways to handle goofy situations or difficult situations, such as how to decline. And then there is the very real situation that might be that you have already allowed a lot of candy and chocolate such that the anxiety is actually sugar and caffeine already from the candy and chocolates that we that you've been enjoying prior to Valentine's Day. And this is a very real thing to consider. For more information about that, take a look at episode 65 and 66, where Melissa Dealey talks about how food impacts your child's behavior so that you can learn to recognize food reactions and how to make the right changes with your kiddo, and then how to learn simple strategies to detect food sensitivities. So the first topic regarding anxiety has to do with sensitivities to food dyes or food allergies and how you can help your child be prepared to handle it. The second topic that can bring in anxiety actually brings me back to when I was a child. I was worried that I didn't give a good enough valentine. Some kids gave the valentine with the candy that everybody happened to like that year and I was always hoping it was me. I wanted my valentine to be the best valentine for everybody. My parents didn't buy into any of that talk on my part, which was probably really accurate. Because really what our children need to know is that many parts of our life, not related to valentines, are different from person to person. What one person likes for candy isn't the same as the next person. What one person feels as love isn't the same as the next person. When we talk to our children about good enough, we need to assure them that they are good enough as they are, and that giving a better valentine doesn't make them better. A better valentine isn't to be found. It's only about how the child is seeing themselves in that moment. It's really not about the valentines. So if you can lean into that and help your child remember that they are enough just as they are, also let them have some valentines, it will go a long way. Now, episode 19, Lois was telling us about how she successfully talked to her children and they had very different learning needs and how it is that she was able to build them up in their different spaces. And she also talked about what was a struggle. That might be encouraging if this is something your child is worried about. Ultimately, in this case, we're doing things to build up our child's sense of worthiness. Another episode was episode 97, where Nellie Harden talked about building worth, esteem, and confidence in kids. Also, episode 6, helping kids share thoughts, feelings, and ideas. Or episode 16, Do you have a shy, hesitant child? And three steps that are sure to help. So all three of those episodes have something about helping our children handle their feelings and express their feelings and building up worth, esteem, and confidence. This is a big topic. And one thing you can do along the way is to celebrate your child in ways that affirm who they are, not what they do. That's important enough for me to say again. Celebrate who your child is over anything they do. 
Now, the third cause for anxiety that I'm going to bring up today is really quite tricky, and that is the child that does not get as many Valentines as other children. And your child has experienced this in the past, so they have anxiety about experiencing these bad feelings again. When this is the case, we often see children go in one of two directions. Sometimes the child that is not getting the Valentines as much as the other kid is actually a bullied child, a put-down child, somebody that's been ridiculed or somebody that's different. And in that case, we really want to build up that child and help that child to have a better experience. In this case, we want to make sure that all of the parents in the classrooms realize that every child should be getting a valentine. Sometimes it is because that child that isn't getting as many valentines is actually the bully. Now, none of us like to think that our child has bullied other children, but sometimes it's exactly the opposite, and your child has been the bully. So this is really, really tricky. How do we handle this? Well, on one hand, we never want to require our children to have to get close to a perpetrator or a bully. So we don't want to force the children to express love on Valentine's Day towards the bully. However, on the other hand, the truth is still remaining that kids who act the most unlovely need love the most. It's not up to our children to do that. But yet it's true. So whether or not your child is the bully or the bullied, they are in an experience where their own feelings of worth are torn down. And what are we to do? This is where episode 90 really might help. And that is what does improv have to do with parenting? Everything. Because what I'm saying to do is really learn to listen to your child. And then when your child says something, don't give them an answer, but rather listen to what it is that they're saying and agree, yes, that seems hard, and tell me more. Do some really good listening so that you can hear what your child is not actually saying. Listen deeper than what the words are that your child is saying. See also if there is a good friend that your child has in the class or if your teacher can recommend who a good friend might be within the class. Ask your child, what do you want to do? What do you wish would happen? And if at all possible, try to make that happen. Maybe your child wants you to be part of the classroom party. Maybe he wants treats that he can eat. Maybe he wants to participate in the games that his handicap prevents or diminishes him from being able to participate in. All of these things can cause anxiety, and all of these things can sometimes be the reason that a child is left out, even of the Valentines. If you are the parent that wonders how many Valentines to get, get enough for every child plus a few. That way we can make sure that the child that is left out gets a few extras. And if that child that is left out is your child, let's make sure that the extras are something that he loves. And if being bullied or 
being the bully is part of your situation, that is an entirely different topic that needs to be dealt with outside of Valentine's Day. But it's figureoutable, like all of these things. Now, there's only one week, just under a week, until the big day. It's time to plan with your child. It's time to prepare their hearts to be kind to all kids. We all know that kids can act unlovely at times, and they can be mean. But this game called parenting is a long game, and it takes just as much practice for them as it does for us. Your child isn't responsible to make anybody happy or different, but they are responsible for being kind. So parents, I hope you have a fun Valentine's Day, even as you prepare with your children to help them also have an enjoyable time. Hey parents, I hope you found this episode helpful. If so, would you please take 30 seconds and share it with a friend who also lives or works with children. I would really appreciate it if you would leave a quick review for the show on Apple Podcasts. I read every review and it lights me up to know that this show is making a difference. Then come join my Facebook community where you'll meet other parents who are dedicated to helping their children grow too. You'll find the link in the show notes. Thank you for joining me. Now it's time to go. Let's pop our kiddos in the strollers and go look around outdoors and see what we have to talk about.